Dr. Pete Economo, the East Coast Psychologist. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin, the West Coast Psychologist. And this is When East Meets West. So we are going to elaborate on our tagline of Be Present, Be Brave. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Pete. How you doing? Good. I know that it's been a fun time kind of putting this out there and, you know, be present, be brave. I thought, you know, it was, we could talk about what it was like when we first started this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We were trying to figure out like, how do we begin? How do we end? Is there music? Is there not music? And uh, I think we've come to like a nice little formula. Yeah, we've come to a little formula and we, um, we definitely played around with what, how are we going to, how are we going to tie this up? What's going to be our little tagline at the end, which you know, I don't know. Maybe some people think it sounds uh, silly, though. I will share one of my uh, one of my dear friends listened to the podcast and was like, "I love your tagline." I was That's like, so well, "Thank you," because Pete, <laughs> Pete and I actually spent quite a while trying to determine what small little phrase can capture what we're trying to talk about in the podcast. Well, yeah, and it was all about like syllable count, and so um, <laughs> I, of course, referenced um, Ellen DeGeneres because she says, "Be kind to one another." At the end of yes, her, that's become like a you know a tagline. And so you know, I think taglines are important, but also like, what does it what embodies a what we're actually trying to do, right? Absolutely. This bridging between psychological Western science and then spiritual Eastern practices and thinking about that. So so we I, I pulled up, um, you know, we have a couple little renditions that we went through. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, right. Remember we were like, we, sh- we even shared our screen, which, you know, you're a little bit of a technophobe. <laughs> Can we say that? No, I'm not a technophobe. I, well, because I think that implies I don't like using technology, which I do like using technology. I, I get, <laughs> I, I get, because I'm really into privacy. I'm like, oh, screen sharing. That makes me yeah. feel like violated. I don't like it that much. Yeah. Yeah. For what it's worth, whenever I'm doing like these webinars now in the, in the world of, of virtual learning, uh, I'm like, if I have two screens up, I always make sure everything's over on the other screen so that I'm only scared, like sharing that one thing. Cause there is this like, that is like the ultimate vulnerability. If yes. It's just like, something. Oh, so yeah. yeah so you shared your screen. I didn't, I, <laughs> I didn't share mine. <laughs> I shared my screen, even with me, as comfortable as you are. You felt like yeah, maybe I, I did. I was like, oh, yeah, um, yeah. So share some of the ones that we we so went through. So we came. Um, we the ending. We called it the ending, Vince. Now we have this fancy yes. tagline. So we were like, um, act, accept, and be. So we thought about maybe, uh, again, it's about like the rhythm of it, the prosody, mm-hmm. like, you know, like what, what actually mm-hmm. makes sense, the syllable usage. Um, but also like the act pieces, because we're like, we're focused on action, which is, um, I guess the brave or? Yeah, that's brave? the well, yeah. that's the brave. Well, I think like we really, we're always trying to uh, acknowledge the dialectic between yeah. the East and the West and the acceptance and the change, right? And so we really wanted to somehow communicate this is about action and it's also about about presence i guess about ex- about <laughs> acceptance i think we we really settled on the the be present part fairly quickly that was that very was, well yeah. yeah because then uh, uh be east be west we didn't like we didn't like that but that was sort of there um we wanted to focus on mindfulness and behaviorism mm-hmm. right so that's the mindfulness of the present and then, then brave is the behaviorism um okay so like main ones that we really narrowed it down between was be present at act with courage, which we, you know, we liked it. We were there, but it wasn't, um, be present, act bravely. Mm-hmm. And then Nikki, my grammar guru was all like, <laughs> well, the adverb and the, yeah. you know, I do, I do have a, I do have an undergraduate degree in literature and writing. So I, <laughs> I may or may not often send Nikki some of my documents. Yeah. Which are, I do. I do love, I do love grammar. I do love to love edit. you some I, do, I, I really do. 
Well, so so maybe we can say a little bit more about like maybe we could break down like these two components of like why we ended up settling on be present, be brave, because I think we're definitely expressing that yeah, we wanted to capture in a in a bite sized way this yeah. balance between mindfulness and action. So I don't know. Can we start a little bit talking or? Speaking of grammar, <laughs> spend a little bit talking, <laughs> spend a little time discussing what what is what does being present mean? If we're saying be present, like yeah. what, what does that mean? What are we asking people to yeah, do? Yeah, well, this is I think one of the most challenging things for people to do within the world of mindfulness. It's it's yeah. it, it, there's these quotes that says like um, each it, the present moment passes through the present moment. And I I was on a retreat once, and you know I love me my retreats. I know you do. And uh, silent retreats too. You guys I love, know. Pete, Pete does. I I'm always it. like, oh, I would. I was like, that sounds awesome. You know what? That would be what I'm missing right now, to be honest. Mm. You know, is that I'm missing a few things, but that's one of them. But, 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 but my teacher there, Roshi Kennedy, said uh, there is no present moment, and I was like, oh hell no! (laughs) You know, it's like you spend all this time learning this stuff. You're like, the present moment is it. But the idea in the Zen world is that once you realize and accept the present moment, it's already gone. So to be, you know, and so one present moment passes through the next and, and that's what, so what it means to be present is just to observe, Mm -hmm. you know, to observe where you are in this moment, you know, um, at that moment, because guess what? The good news is then that moment's already gone, you know? Well, yeah. And I think that that hopefully will resonate with people because we get so attached to what we think we know about the future frankly, right? Like that we always think like, but this is going to happen. It's like, well, I always like to share with, with patients. We never, ever, ever have access to what's on the other side of this moment, like ever, like it's this moment and it's only this moment. And I'll say to people, I'm not trying to be, um, you know, kind of out there. I'm being actually extremely concrete. It's like, it's just this moment. And now it's this one. And now it's this one. But I think like high performers, for example, they're like, yeah, but I got a goal to where I'm going. You know, and I think that's what we teach in mindfulness is that, and then that goal is created in this moment. So if you're establishing, yeah. you know, it's like grocery shopping, you know, you have to yeah. get, you got to make the list and you're going there in the future, but in this yeah. moment, just write it. Yeah. And, and I, you know, the, this idea of planning, I think can get very confusing yeah. to people because planning is a useful tool. And of course, I'm going to use another traffic example. I seem to use a lot of traffic examples. I'm from, from LA and live here. Yeah. Is I'll say to people, you know, like, look, if you're trying to get you know, to an appointment at nine o'clock in the morning. And you know, based on the general traffic patterns, you want to leave with 30 minutes to spare. You want to leave at 8.30 in the morning. And usually like that's going to get you there on time. You could plan that. Right. And then there could be a road closure, an accident, and then there's traffic and you're late. So it's, it's not to say like, don't plan, but when we're talking about being present, we're really acknowledging the only information we have access to is the information available up until this moment of time. Like you don't, you don't actually know what's going to happen. I'm not saying don't plan. I'm also just saying like, and we don't know, like something unforeseen can occur. I mean, the pandemic is a perfect example of this. No one was ready for that. No one saw it coming. Well, and then also just letting go of the past. Well, yeah, exactly. Except scientists and and epidemiologists. Yes. Right. But anyway, uh, but but also letting go of the past. So like I was, you know, as with, just being able to crumple up whatever you're struggling with and throw it away. And I think the present moment is allowing yourself the space to say, I'm here, just here. I'm mm-hmm. letting go of what was there bothering me and I'm not focused because I have no idea what's ahead of me. 
Yeah. And I, I'm going to bring in sort of a similar thing that people then will often challenge me about when I'll say yeah. something like that. Like, that's not happening. They'll say like, but can't, or I, I'm supposed to learn from the past and like, yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. supposed to pretend it didn't happen. I'll say, look, like, especially using behavioral terminology here, our past is what we refer to in behaviorism as our learning history, right? Yeah. Like, of course, what's happened in the past has informed how you experience the world, what you do, how you yeah. think, et cetera. And I'll say, and reflecting on that is absolutely helpful. Right. And to your point, Pete, we're reflecting in this moment though. Right. Like this is the only moment we have agency over. Right. Like you can't. Otherwise you think about, oh, well, she texted that guy at that time or they got cheated on in that moment mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. I left my keys there and that was so annoying or that guy punched mm -hmm. me in the face. No. Otherwise your our mind creates, there, there's so much uh, in, in memory and the brain encoding that yeah. that's really what makes it so hard to unattach. It's, yeah, the stories, the stories. Exactly. Yeah, yes, the yes. stories. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, do you ever find, because I hear this a lot too, like where people get sort of then like attached to like staying in the present, they're like, I don't know, they'll do a meditation and be like, oh, it went really bad because I got distracted. And I'm like, oh, that's, you know, that's what's supposed to happen. <laughs> it's not about, moment. yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't stay rigidly present. Like that's right. not like physiologically possible. Does that, do people say things like that to you? Like they're like, oh, I've got to stay in the moment. Yeah. Like or judge themselves if they're working on this stuff. No, I mean, know, I think for me, I, I, I'll share just personally. Yeah, please. No, I think, uh, no. Uh, but for me, when I first started to do this stuff, uh, I remember like yoga where they would do some breathing before and they'd, you know, be like, and I'd be, I would end it and be like, it's so cool. I totally breathe three times without thinking of anything else but the breath, you know? And it was like, yeah. and so now with flexibility and really present moment living, you realize that part of present moment living is that you will get distracted. That's right. Yeah. We'll notice the person next to you yes. on the mat. You know, that's also part of it. And the goal is always just bring it back to the present moment because we're constantly distracted. I, totally. It's like, yeah. well, that's, I think that's why that's, um, what I mean in terms of like, I've, I've definitely encountered a lot of people that have this assumption or misunderstanding that part of doing mindfulness work and being present means never being distracted. Like yeah. sometimes when I, you know, like it, look, this is sort of like, um, the double-edged sword of, of all of the mindfulness, uh, availability out there now, you know, a lot yeah. of people come to now when they come to session, you know, a lot of people have like played around with mindfulness, like tried sure. the apps or, you know, they've tried it at work or something. Whereas, you know, 15 years ago, nobody was doing that. That's so right. that's the awesome thing. The downside is like people will then say to me, yeah, I've tried mindfulness and, oh, I'm not very good at it because I can't yeah. stay focused. And I'm like, no, no, no. I want you going in knowing you're getting distracted. Like the noticing is just like observing what's happening. And yes, pull, you can work on pulling your attention back, but that might be like a millisecond. That's right. Right. Yeah. You're not just well, like, we're not going to live there all the time. Like our minds are designed to like go other places. It's the movie. It's the di movie director in our mind. You know, yeah. It, oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah it'll, it'll take us all over the place and it creates stories. <laughs> it you sure know, does. I, I yeah. Think, uh, geez. Sometimes my mind is real creative. Uh, <laughs> well, sometimes I provocatively say to like a, a client or an athlete, I'd be like, you know, what if I had a thought of like wanting to just reach across this room and just punch you in the face? Right, totally. you know, it's like because that's a movie. Like you've yeah, seen it somewhere. Right. It was right. like that's ridiculous. Right. Yes, uh, yeah. it doesn't mean I have to actually do it. That's right. That's you know? right. And so and, and I can notice that that's what my movie director is doing in in my mind. Yeah. Well, and then that's being present too. It's like I mean, yeah. we could have we could have changed the tagline to like uh, notice and yeah. something, right? Like that's that's but kind of the same flow. thing. It wait, didn't so let, flow. So wait, Nikki, what do you think about brave then? So when we think about just this, you know, the, the second part of our tagline, be brave. 
you know, I'm going to start by saying I'm, I'm very into that part. Not that I'm not into the be pre- <laughs> present part, but I'm very into the be brave because yeah. this is something, you know, Pete and I talk about a lot is that, you know, in this, again, aligns with vulnerability and, and living aligned with one's values. Yeah. It's, it takes courage to, you know, basically do the hard things that show up in our lives. You know, like the easy thing is always to, you know, retreat pull the, you know, pull the metaphorical or literal covers over our head, right? You know, bury our head in the sand. And, and I'm not judging that. Like we all do that. I certainly, (laughs) I've certainly done that many times in my life and still do that sometimes. And nothing happens when we do that. Like we can't grow, we can't evolve. And so, you know, it really, like, I'm to be like very literal about it. It's like, it is very brave to step into discomfort. So that's, that's what that means. That's what, you know, that means to me. That's why so I like yeah. that part so much that we, we identified. Well, yeah, it's the action piece, which as behaviors, of course, yeah. we really are focused on, you know, action and ways that we can improve ourselves. And so the, for the tagline, we felt like be present, be brave, really encompasses like that East-West, a little bit yeah. of a dialectic uh, because we don't always want to be present, you know, and so the, the being brave helps us be present. Yes. Uh, and I, and you know, for me, it was, it was like bingo, you know, yeah. I, I think that was the main, uh, we yeah, no, that was it. So, the, and we landed right on that. So, I think that that was exactly it. And I, you know, I, I know also in terms of like behaviorism, um, uh, Brene Brown uses the acronym braving. You know, so oh, I think yeah, I didn't so, know that. What is what is what is well? She so mean? it's using it, it's the idea of building trust. So as we know, like Brene Brown mm. writes a lot about vulnerability, shame. How do you, mm-hmm. how do you know when to trust? You know, because sometimes mm-hmm. the shame then impedes on it. Um, so the seven elements of trust are an acronym that she calls braving, uh, which is also action oriented. But it's boundaries, reliability, accountability, the vault, integrity, non judgment, and generosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the idea is like, you know, so, uh, assessing somebody who has had good bound, like good boundaries or respected mm-hmm. your boundaries historically, um, people that are reliable, that they actually do what yep. they say they're going to do, mm-hmm. uh, accountability, like, you know, being okay with like the fact that we make mistakes, uh, yeah. you know, which is definitely a big piece of mindfulness. Um, the vault is like, you don't have to share everything in it. Right. You know, and that's key. Like being mindful that well, like there's some things we don't some, share. That's right. And that's, and, and. Well, there, there are boundaries involved in that, right? There like, we to are. Determine. Yeah, there yeah. we are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, as you're uh, reading through that, I, I'm I'm having a thought about what I really like about like braving, like the, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go again, I'm going to go real dark. <laughs> the here. action the, verb. Yeah, the gerund, you know, yeah. the I-N-G to get real, real darky here. Um, <laughs> I, I actually What's really like that. <laughs> it's the ing ing that's what it's like, called go the gerund? a gerund yeah gerund. Uh, yeah 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 yep. my, my grammar class, class. <laughs> <laughs> front i was front row and center and uh, uh sophomore year of college all right go um, with your gerund go <laughs> so with my gen so you know what i'm actually really um connecting with about that like braving um as opposed to what what we said, which is like be present, be brave, be brave which yeah. yeah, it has a nice ring to it. Though I do wonder if if that can sort of um, lend itself to people misunderstanding that being present or being brave again, sort of what we're saying for are like static yeah. like outcomes, and it's right. like really like it's always an ing. It's always like braving. Like there's never going to be a time where we're just brave, right? Yeah. Or we're just mindful, no. or we're just you know happy, right? Yeah, like th- yeah. there's no outcome that it's always an ING. And that's, that's also related to like this moment to moment shifting, right? right? And the flexibility. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a pretty hard concept for people to wrap their minds around because back to the stories, 
our brains really like something neat of like, this is our, you know, our self-concepts, our identities. We like to, um, there's nothing wrong with this necessarily. Like we like to frame things in more concrete ways right? and that can get in the way of understanding that it's, it's ongoing, right? It's, it's constantly happening. Yeah. yeah. And integrity is about choosing cover, courage over comfort. So we like that. Ooh, and that's a yeah, big piece of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, non-judgment, of course, speaks for itself, uh, and generosity, that you can have the most generous interpretation um, of intentions, words, and actions. Mm. I think, you know, I, that's the thing is within this be present, be brave, is that it also requires that I'm going to have to swallow my pride, let's say, or something. Mm, like, sure, that's yeah. part of it. Like, you know, I, I think um, I'm going to try and keep reminding myself of, like, not always just, like, psychology-based things. It's also just, like, interpersonally-based things. Like, Yeah, absolutely. You know, how many um, challenging conversations we have, whether it's in our, like, our personal life. And, yeah. and that generosity, it's like, uh, and that's it's part of what I was writing about in my, in my book right now is, like, that's a big piece of of also just forgiving yourself yes, and just building this like connection with something that's larger than ourselves. And I think that that's brave uh, for it's, me. Yeah, no, I, I love what you're saying there. It, it is brave and, and it's, it's starting from such a um, place of humility, honestly. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, like starting from this place of not only like, so one things, there's something bigger than ourselves and also the generosity of recognizing like humans, like we're a messy species, we you know, sure like are. we're a messy species and people, people mess up, right? Yeah, like we yeah. mess up and we all do, you yeah. know? And of course, like we mess up in varying degrees um, and we all mess up. And so can we start by opening up to the opportunity for someone else to maybe shift, right? Yeah. Like if you go, like I was just thinking when you were saying like, if we go in with a, um, I don't know what the word be, non-generous, ungenerous framework, it's it's a lot more narrow. Like if you go in assuming that somebody's intentionally trying to hurt you or intentionally yeah. trying to, um, you know, screw you over or something. And I'm not saying that there aren't people that do that, that, that yeah. obviously happens, but going in with that assumption, it just, it narrows curiosity, right? Totally. Like, and there's no opportunity for that person to actually evolve or like if they did make a mistake, that's right. So maybe for you to give them feedback and they can maybe hear you and, and improve in some way. Yeah. And I think for us, this also was uh, the, the podcast when East meets West is us being present and brave. Yeah. You know, we are very busy. Uh, <laughs> and so we have a lot of things we could be doing other than recording uh, episodes. Um, but, you know, we're <laughs> present, we're here with each other. We like that we get to talk to each other and also just yeah. being brave, the, the, you know, being bra- braving ourselves, braving, yeah. putting ourselves out there, uh, creating the space, the time, you know, trying to commit to this value of educating folks and realizing that, you know, some people are going to judge this and, and um, that's okay. Yeah. And hopefully our listeners then can maybe think about like, where can, where can they, uh, I'll say be brave or practice yeah. braving. Where can yeah. they practice braving? Right. Like, yeah. and, and presence practicing presence is required for that. Right. That's Cause right. it's like, where am I right now? Like, where do I feel scared? What feels hard? And where can I grow? Where do I want to grow? And this was us, you and I, landing right on the perfect tagline to be president, to be brave. Thanks, Nikki. Thanks, Pete. This has been When East Meets West. I'm Dr. Pete Economo. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin. Be present, be brave. This has been When East Meets West. All material is based on opinion and educational training of Drs. Pete Economo and Nikki Rubin. Content is for informational and educational purposes only.